This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another bonus episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm glad I'm able to do this. I've been under the weather and unable to, to speak too much without coughing, but thank God. He is a healer, okay? But we are continuing our journey through Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. If you want to read along with us and you haven't up until this point, click the link in the show notes to get the book. If you are not reading the book, please continue to take a listen because this book is good. And it's the foundation of our conversation. And you can still be blessed by the conversation, even if you're not flipping through the pages. 
So let's hop right into chapter five. Chapter five is called Be Positive. And the anchor scripture that she starts off with is Matthew 8 and 13. And it says, it shall be done for you as you have believed. And I love this chapter because I feel like what gets lost in the conversation on this journey, when we talk about like the wilderness season, we talk about the process before the promise and waiting on God and just how difficult in the struggle that we go through. I believe we speak a lot about that because a lot of times just the pain of the process is the most prevalent at any given time. But I believe in underappreciated part of this journey is how exciting it is, right? If you're watching a movie and let's say it's a thriller as drama twists and turns and all of that, there's a level of anticipation of what's going to happen next. And that anticipation is exciting. It's invigorating. You want to see how this plays out. You're not thinking about, dang, I don't know what happens next. Oh my gosh, I'm so upset because I don't know what's coming from this movie. Like, oh, we're in this, the bottom, you know, at some movies you hit rock bottom and then you see the protagonist somehow conquer whatever, right? The, the hero's journey is prevalent in every movie ever, but you may be in a space of the movie where the character has hit rock bottom. You're not sitting there like, oh no, I hate that they're going through that. Oh no, how am I going through that? Especially if, if the movie is good and the acting is good, they'll really bring you in. So you're not harping too much on the emotions of the journey. You're excited and you're focusing on the anticipation of what's next. That's part of what makes any moving go movie going experience exciting and entertaining. And I believe that we can experience that same level of excitement as it relates to our story and our journey with God. Because the, as we can see through the text, the outcome is set in stone. The outcome is to be blessed, is to be prosperous, is to spend eternity in heaven with our Savior. Like the outcome is something to get excited about and we already know it right? The process is something to get excited about because the Bible tells us in James to count it all joy when you come across trials because it gives you an opportunity for your endurance to be built. So we can be excited about anything that we're going through because we have the security of God. We have the security of his word. We have the security of knowing that long suffering with Christ has reward. But somehow, we still get in this pessimistic mindset. And I love that she addressed this in a book and Joyce even admitted that she dealt with negative thinking for quite some time. But I want all of us to take from this chapter the importance of having a positive outlook and, and being excited about what God is doing. Like when you experience something that's tragic, look at it from the perspective of, oh, this is another opportunity for me to glorify God. I get excited now. Now, that doesn't mean I don't feel the feelings of life happening, but I get excited when certain things happen and I don't sweat it because my mindset is, oh, please, this is going to be another opportunity for God to be glorified. I remember sending a voice note to a friend, I want to say last week, and I was specifically praying for my children over their school and daycare and just praying for my family and myself as I always do. And something ended up happening. And I remember just taking a step back because my stress, you know, my mama bear mode kicked in and my anxiety levels wanted to be high. But I took a second. And I said, you know what? I'm prayed up. 
I pray for my family. I anoint my family. I anoint my home. I pray for my children. I live righteously. We serve God. Me and my house, we serve the Lord from the youngest to the oldest. So there's a security in that. So I'm not about to trip over this situation. We just want to see how this plays out. And I'm going to rest my hope, my trust, and my confidence that God knows best. No matter how this turns out, whether the outcome feel good, feels good or not, I know for a fact it's going to work together for my good, whether it's now or in the future. So so let's just go. I'm not going to let the enemy take reign over my mind and put me into this pit of negativity or this pit of stress and doubt because all that is set up to do is to silence me. All that is set up to do is to take my faith away from God and I'm not doing that. Me and the devil have been through this way too many times for me to for me to fall from for the same tricks. And you the enemy has tried you too many times for you to fall for the same tricks. So something I want you to do because I I feel like we even got to the book but this is a holy spirit led show. I I feel like that there are some of you right now who are in this season where the enemy has gotten you to shift to a pessimistic mindset. Maybe it's because God showed you some things and you haven't seen them come to pass. Maybe that excitement that happened when you first did the thing in faith has started to dwindle off because here you are still having to operate in faith longer than you may have anticipated. The enemy is using this to try to keep get your faith away from God and get you to walk in trusting those negative thoughts. But I'm here to tell you right now that you have to anticipate and get excited about what God is going to do. You have to rejoice before you see the blessing come forth. You have to praise and worship him and thank him because even in this season, he's still there. And if, if he's chosen not to manifest himself yet, there's a reason. We have to trust the creativity and the strategy of God. We have to trust him as the ultimate creative and the ultimate strategist. So no, whatever it is that you're building for as long as you are in alignment and you are being obedient to him, you can get excited about it. And for some of y'all, don't let the enemy have you start to second guess yourself because this is what happens too in these moments where you're like, you start to question all your decisions. Did I hear from God? Maybe that wasn't God. Maybe that was me. No, that was God. I'm telling for those of you, if that's your thought, I'm speaking this because the Lord is urging me to. That was him. He says, that was me. Don't doubt my voice, because if you start to doubt his voice now, you'll start to doubt every other decision. You'll start to doubt all those other times you said yes to God. But this is not the season to doubt. This is the season to work past your discomfort and rejoice anyway and get excited and anticipate what God is going to do next. Amen. Amen. So let's get back to the book. The first part I highlighted here, it says some people are afraid to hope because they have been hurt so much in life. They have had so many disappointments. They don't think they can face the pain of another one. Therefore, they refuse to hope so they won't be disappointed. This avoidance type of hope is a type of protection against being hurt. Disappointment hurts. Can we be honest about that? So rather than be hurt again, many people simply refuse to hope or believe that anything good will ever happen to him, to them. This type of behavior sets up a negative lifestyle. Everything becomes negative because the thoughts are negative. Remember Proverbs 23 and 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I love how she came straight out the gate with this because I believe as women, and I've noticed it specifically with black women. 
we it's it's a defense mechanism. It's well, I if something's good's happening, so that means that at some point something's going to go wrong. Instead of anticipating and rejoicing in the joy of the Lord, we start anticipating something going wrong because of past experiences. We're afraid to be happy because we don't want to be hurt. We're afraid to love because we don't want to get our heart broken. And I see this a lot in a lot of these like relationship podcast talks where it's a battle of who could care less. That's not how God created us to be. That's not how he created us to be in relationship with each other, whether it's platonic or it's romantic. We are supposed to love one another. We are supposed to love our neighbor. But all of this is simply a defense mechanism for our past hurts. Joyce even goes on to say, I've encountered so many disappointments in life, so many devastating things that happened to me that I was afraid to believe that anything good might happen. I had a terribly negative outlook on everything. Since my thoughts were all negative, so was my mouth. Therefore, so was my life. When I really began to study the word and to trust God to restore me, one of the first things I realized was that the negativity had to go. In Matthew 8:13, Jesus tells us that it will be done for us as we have believed. The King James Version says, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. Everything I believed was negative, so naturally many ne- negative things happened to me. This doesn't mean that you and I can get anything that we want by just thinking about it. God has a perfect plan for each of us and we can't control him with our thoughts and words, but we must think and speak in agreement with his will and plan for us. Now, the world loves to pervert things that are supposed to be godly, right? I mean, there are so many self-help books that just manipulate scripture and try to make it as if they're an original thought. There's so many money books that are taking biblical principles and trying to act as if they this these gurus came up with it. Like it's from the Bible, please. Give the Lord his credit for his master work, but that's neither here nor there. But the world has manipulated Things like speaking things into existence or manifestation and turned it into this toxic positivity. Like, do y'all know some people who just suffer from toxic positivity where they go so far into the quotes and the uh, affirmations and all of that to the point where you just are not feeling or minimizing your feelings, right? You're not being honest about situations and you're using avoidance behavior as a way to be positive. And that's not right. True positivity and a true positive mindset is being able to look at a situation as it is and accept it. I accept that I am in a position, let's say in my business, where God told me to start this business. I did it on faith. I was excited about it. I told everybody about how God told me to start this business. And I am looking at this business in the midnight hour and I'm not making any money. I have banked everything on this. I've gone all in just the way that the Lord told me to. And it's not making any money. I feel foolish. I feel ridiculous. I feel like, how can I tell people about God when he's left me out here like this? But nevertheless, I know that he that began a good work will see it to its completion. Nevertheless, I know that the Lord will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Nevertheless, I know that if I study on the word, if I study the word, meditate on it day and night, do what it says, then I'll be prosperous in all that I do. I know that if I seek ye first the kingdom of God, all things will be added unto me. 
I know that I may that that it is God who establishes my plans. So if you can look at a situation, acknowledge it for what it is, validate that your humanity, but put your trust and, and your mind set on his word. That's the space that you need to be in. I always say acknowledge how you feel, but you stand on what you know. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin-D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin-D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to. I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users and 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. 
That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. And so what you stand on is his will and you stand on his word. Don't try to just declare and decree a thing to manipulate God into doing what you want him, what you want him to do. No, we've said this before. Like who, who serves who here? We serve him. He don't serve us. So all of this stuff that we're saying and thinking, it needs to be rooted in his word and his will. And I love how Joyce even said, if you don't have any idea what God's will is for you at this point, at least begin by thinking, well, I don't know God's plan, but I know he loves me. Whatever he does will be good and I'll be blessed. Simple as that, y'all. If you are in a season where it's this wilderness season, you don't know what God is doing. You can just simply say, well, there's a time and a season for everything under the sun. That's scripture. So if if God hasn't done it yet, it's because it's not its season. So let me just get excited because I know that when the time is right, he will make sure that I have it, whatever it may be. And even in the meantime, he's here to love me and comfort me. And I can know that my father knows best. So again, begin to think positively about your life or whatever situation that you're in. The next scripture she brings up is Romans 8, 28. All things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. She says the scripture does not say that all things are good. But it does say that all things work together for good. Let's say you're planning to go shopping. You get in the car and it won't start. There are two ways you can look at the situation. You can say, I knew it. It never fails. Every time I want to do something, it gets all messed up. I figured this shopping trip would end in a flop. My plans always do. Or you can say, well, I wanted to go shopping, but it looks like I can't go right now. I'll go later when the car is fixed. In the meantime, I believe this change in plans is going to work out for my good. There's probably some reason I need to be at home today, so I'm going to enjoy my time there. Fun fact about me, you guys, I hate being late. I despise being late. The quickest way to make me upset or anxious is waste my time. Or if things are just going haywire to where I'm late, like I just can't stand it. The other day, yesterday, actually, I could not find my keys. I was trying to get out the house to take my baby to daycare so I can go and open our studio. I could not find my keys. It was driving me crazy. So then my husband is like, here, just take the spare key because he knows, oh, Lord, she done forgot something. She can't find something. This is about to just go to 10 for no reason because, again, I hate being late and I hate rushing. I'm early for everything all the time. I have to train myself when I'm going to family functions because especially us black folk, we don't be starting stuff on time. I have to remember, okay, Tatum, the party starts at five. So let me start getting dressed at five and I can get there by like seven and it'll probably be on time. And then my husband's Nigerian. So Nigerian time? Whoa, way past black people time. I thought color people time was bad. Y'all, I went to, example, I went to a baby shower. Baby shower starts at three. I Again, keeping in mind, black folk, we don't start at no time. I leave the house at three. I get, no, I start getting dressed at three, leave the house by like 3.45. I get there by like 4.30. The, the hosts weren't even there yet. We were still waiting for another hour for them to get there for the baby shower to start. If I would have been sitting there for two hours, I would have lost it. My husband, we go to a Nigerian wedding. 
I'm like, okay. So I, the, again, the wedding starts at, let's say, six o'clock. I start getting dressed around like five because I'm like, okay, we could leave at six, get there. We still are late enough. You know, it was around the safe zone for color people time. Y'all, this wedding, we got there at seven. So even on the way, I'm getting a little anxious because we got to stop. We got to get cash because at Nigerian weddings, they spray. So they throw money on the bride and groom while they dance. So we got to stop and get cash so that we can have money to spray when the time comes. So I'm like, babe, I don't think we got time to stop at the bank because we already late. So again, I'm getting frustrated because we're later and later. It is already an adjustment for me to train myself to be late for these situations where it's appropriate socially. So Y'all, we get to this wedding by like seven something. The wedding was supposed to start at six. This wedding did not start until 930. I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, why did it take three hours, three and a half hours for this wedding to start? I was like going through it, but (laughs) I digress. I say all that to say, I am a time person. I like to be on time and being late drives me crazy. One day, same demeanor, I'm getting stressed and irritated because I'm running late. I can't find stuff when I'm on my way out the door. And I end up missing a class that I was supposed to go to. I left out the house anyway. And where I was going was in the same direction of my class. But I didn't go again because I was running late. And I don't like to show up to people's late, people's places late, especially things like classes, because I find that's disrespectful. So the place or the route that I was taking, I drive past this route and it's a full accident. Um, Ambulances, fire truck, police cars. It's this horrible accident. And in my mind, I'm like, Lord, if I would have left this house on time, I don't know if it would have been me in this accident. When I think back to a lot of times where I I may get stressed out by inconveniences, they are often setups and the way in in a, a way for God to bless me in some sort of way. And I've learned those lessons now. So even the other day or yesterday where I said I was getting a little anxious because I couldn't find stuff, I had to pull myself back in, especially after reading this chapter and say, "Okay, Tatum, it's fine. Take the spare key. Go drop the baby off. We'll worry about the phone later. My husband handed me his phone. I said, well, if you find my phone, let me know. And even even um, I'm on my way to the daycare. I realized I forgot in all of the chaos of me trying to find my keys. I forgot my son's bag. So I needed to come back and get it. So my husband ended up finding my phone. And so he calls me from my phone and I have his phone and we meet up. I get what I need. We switch phones back and we keep it pushing. But I had to have a moment with myself after reading this that Tatum, all things work together for the good. So relax, girl, relax and just trust God in a way in which he divinely orchestrates things. And even if this isn't some divine orchestration to block you from something major happening, it ain't that serious. (laughs) As simple as that, it's, it's all good. It's all good. And so I say all that to say for you, Really just take into account what she said, where she says, 
an alternative to being stressed is she's saying, well, I wanted to do this, but it looks like that can't happen right now. It's fine. In the meantime, this is going to work out for my good. There's probably some reason, whether God reveals it to me or not, that this was supposed to go this way. And so I'm going to rest in that. Joyce says, and this is another part that I have highlighted. She says, anytime we don't get what we want, our feelings will rise up and try to get us into self-pity and a negative attitude. And she gave her own situation and she says, I recognized immediately that I had a choice to make. I could be irritable because things hadn't worked out the way I wanted them to, or I could adjust myself to the situation and go ahead and enjoy the trip home. She talked about just some outfit annoyances that she dealt with while traveling. And so what I love about this book is that it, it highlights our choices. God gives us free will. And if you master free will, if you master your choices, you can genuinely change your life. If you choose to lean in and welcome the spirit, one of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. If you can fully welcome in the spirit so much so to where you're the fruit of your life is self-control, your life will look 10 times different. If you can choose to look at a situation and instead of getting stressed out or anxious, rest in knowing it's all good. God got me. It's going to work out the way that it needs to. So let me just enjoy the ride home. Let me just enjoy starting my day. Let me just enjoy whatever that may be for you. If you master choice, the choice where an enemy plants some negative thoughts in your mind, you choose at that moment to cast it out versus accept it, you will see your life change. These decisions, and I love it, this book, because she's just highlighting decisions and giving us principles to practice. So as you go throughout this this uh, week, and I, I pray that you read this book because this chapter is really Meaty, there's so much more substance that I don't have time to cover in this episode. But even if you don't, just practice that principle this week of how can I look at this situation positively? How can I acknowledge God and how amazing he is and how it's, I mean, the, the kid's song says he's got the whole world in his hands, right? So how can I look at this situation right now and get excited that God is here? That even in this situation and it's inconvenience, whatever it is that may be trying to get you emotional in this season, how can you really master your thoughts and your perspective enough to stay rooted in no matter what's happening, it'll work together for my good and be positive in that. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to another bonus episode. If you don't have the book, click the link in the show notes and get the book. Share this with someone who needs it. If this episode blessed you, please leave us a five-star review. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one.